content warning for slavery and mention of suicide. Check the description for timestamps and more information. Previously on Ghosts on a Train. I, 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 I truly wish that this burden did not fall upon you. Upon you. I call myself the ancestor of Scotland, and yet, yet I still need you. you. Someone prepared to throw away her own life. Life. And take life. up my badge. badge. And he picks up a badge. It's triangular like the line bull badges, but it lacks indicators of rank along the edges. It lacks the extra inscriptions. It is truly the same as a typical line bull badge, but unlike the other line bull badges, it has not been modified from its original purpose. Inscribed upon it is the name Booker. She has so many knives! Oh, Candace isn't in the office right now? Yeah, remember? Mr. Walker, uh... Mr. Walker is taking over the office. Something about this mist is impacting some kind of amnesia. They all have very blank stares. Hecla and Pip know them as hollows. Andrew, you hear outside of the doors a familiar. Oh my god. Okay. Pip, we have two hours maximum, probably closer to one and a half to get back to the train. Aren't the ghosts usually not on the train? Why are we... The pride of Duskwall sits idle on the stretch of ill-kept track that passes through the Dagger Isles. Most Daggerites live beyond the control of any Imperial power, though the Isles themselves are considered a territory of the Imperium. It is for this reason that the Lionbulls of the Pride are currently inside a vacant church, built by vacant people, all for the vanity of the Church of the Ecstasy of the Sacred Flesh. The meager lamplight from its windows is smothered by a passing cloud of mist, a fog that annals the minds of those caught within unprotected. The task given to the bulls is to protect the missionaries from such supernatural hazards, and yet they have resolved on their own that their duty is to instead allow it to swallow them up. In retribution for their abuses against their hollows, the gang of bulls and the Scoblander Hecla set about to the mission's undoing. surveying of the outside is done. I shall also join you in a few moments after my quiet contemplation as he heads into a booth. <laughs> okay. Alright. Brother Gurgles. Alright, let's go. Drix, behind his bag, breaks off a length of rope <laughs> and tosses it to Andril. Can I roll an insight on this quiet contemplation? Sure, but as they're leaving. Okay. Like, you're thinking as they're heading out. Unless we're not heading out. <laughs> Head out. Necklace heading out. That's a nine. So that would be two questions for me. Mm-hmm. What's really going on here? You're a worse liar than you think. Reverend Declan aims to handle whatever you're doing. Okay. I will sit down then. Oh no. The rest of you. You head out into the amnesia fog, the rest of you. What's the plan? Already they're starting to get a little lost. Father Declan is at the church. Reverend Declan Reverend is back Declan at the church, but he'll be back shortly. I mean, Andrew's going to be back shortly. Nobody seems worried. Just because the other people are already getting lost, I'm just going to turn and go back to the church. Yeah, same. 
as you turn around, there is a firm grip on your shoulder. Hey, whoa, whoa, where are you going? I would like to shake it off and uh, ignore the grabber. You wretched scarf! Brother Gerd was asking you, where are you going? Where are we? Yeah, I just, I just, I ignore them. You ignore them, push past them, and, uh, okay, you won't take any harm from it, but it will stop you as a heavy, many-ringed hand slaps you. Wow. All right. Rude. They told you to stop. You're acting very high and mighty for somebody from some remote branch that we didn't hear about till last month, Hecla. Oh, oh, great. She remembers my name. So, well, you know what? I just, I, I'm like, oh, shut up. And I, <laughs> I, I hit her, too. Yeah! Roll for us. cold cocker. Slap that. Get her. That <laughs> is an eight. Nice. What's one you want to do? <laughs> I, uh, I inflict great harm. Yeah! Yeah! Did you have, like, vicious or no? Did you opt for that? I forget if we got you that. I opted for hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I had nothing that I would yeah. So yeah, you, you deliver onto her a vicious beating. She's not like defeated or anything, but damn is she hurting. And as you're doing that, do actually take one harm as Brother Gerg pulls out a rod and strikes you across the head. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a metal rod. It's a metal <laughs> rod. It's not that kind of rod. I'm not here, but someone asked him if he compensates for something. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and I think uh, at that, at that, some hands are being thrown out in the amnesia mists. Yeah. Hey, Greg, can I roll finesse to uh, sneak away back towards the church in this middle of this scuffle? I think the two of us can handle it. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I think all the attention's on Hecla. So sure. Cool. Come on, finesse. Come on, one shot dice. That is a seven. So I would like to do this. Honestly, I'd like to do it quickly more than anything. Okay. So I would, I would like to sneak away quickly. Sure. I can't wait to find out who, uh, who knows the I went away. Uh, not like alone for long. Exactly. That's not what your consequences will be. Oh boy. Andrew, yeah, you and Jiminy are there. Uh, they leave. Reverend Declan just opens the door back up. Andrew is sitting on a pew with her arms crossed. No dog, didn't he need to poop? He'll poop eventually. Can I use my second insight question? Sure. What should I be on the lookout for? He doesn't have any sort of weapon, and yet he's still talking to you. Like, he's not afraid of you and the lightning hook you definitely have. You're going to let him poop inside of our church? Well, the hollows are just clean it up, won't they? Yes, but that sort of work enriches nobody. You think this is enriching them? Of course. This is no punishment, as you seem to think, as it is often punitively used, as I understand. These were all willing converts uh, on previous missions to the Dagger Isles. And when we discovered that what ailed them spiritually could only be solved with the highest remedy that the church can offer, we excise them. Have you ever starved? Of course. I fast on the regular, so I may greater enjoy meals when I get For how long? Well, I don't mean to brag, but I've gone a week. How long do these people go in between your visits? Well, that's up to them to budget. Ooh. 
<laughs> Your badge name is Dunville, yes? Oh no. Mm. <gasps> Have you ever been to Duskwall? Yes. Have you ever seen the Dunville prison camp? You share your name with labor as recompense. Named in the honor of that very same Dunville. Or perhaps somebody just like him. Have you ever been there? Sometimes. People require the spiritual aid, and even if they are prisoners in the Dunville labor camp, we shall come to them. Mm. And should their troubles require our help, perhaps that, even haul them. That's not what I meant. Have you ever done labor there? Of course not. Have you ever done labor? Have you lifted a finger in your stupid rich life? Of course I have. For how long? How long? For how long have these hands of mine borne the weight of my church, my flock, my own sinful spirit? Oh my god. Drop the pretense. You must know what I mean. It is no pretense. Here, in the Church of the Ecstasy of the Sacred Flesh, I have found that though my spirit taints my body, that it is through the work that we do that I may allow my own flesh to reach the holiness that we've granted upon these. Motioning vaguely to the doorway of the hollows. You people are so damn transparent. I don't think you even know it. That's the saddest thing. You must really believe this. That this is good for them. Of course. We would never wish to do something bad. The spirit is the you, body's sin made manifest. And we hate the sin, never the sinner. Everyone, you, Lady Ankuset, Neruvia, the emperor's men, every single one of them, you think that these horrible things that you do to people serve some purpose to purify them spiritually or to help other people. There's such a long list of excuses and somehow the bad things just never seem to happen to you. You're never going to have to budget your food. You're going to fast for a week and then you're going to go back to eating like a king. You're never going to have to do hard labor with no rest. You're never going to have to lose that spirit that you think is causing you all this sin. His expression gets a little more serious. What was your business here? You must know. I'm not as good a liar as I think I am, right? That's why you stayed back. I knew you were going to do something. Whether it was rob us or let your dog poop. Either way, my goal was to catch you in the axe. Shall we go? Sure. After you. I'll start just taking him back to the amnesia nest. Both you and Reverend Declan are bowled over as Pippin opens the door. Yep. Oh, I say! Hey, Pip. What are you back here for? Where's everyone else? Hey, uh, Greg, what kind of role would it be to put this man in a sleeper hold? Yes! <laughs> Violence! Yeah! Probably still force. Force is not something I am good at. I'll assist. <laughs> sure. Do I get a bonus because he's surprised? Well, you're going to get a bonus because she's assisting. I'm okay with that. Cool. I would like to assist with finesse, uh, if I can, just by, like, like... You may. Hmm? Although... Oh, do you not need it? I mean, if you assist, that would be great, because I got an 8. Oh, I'll try oh, yeah, that. That'll be good. Um, I'd like to assist with finesse, if I can, by, like, maybe kicking at his feet and tripping him up. Sure, sure. Oh, that's actually really good, because he just goes, like, more into my arms. That is a 7. No, that's an 8. 
Okay, so yeah, all you yeah, can do so is I that assist. It. Ten. What are the two that you do force-wise? Yep. Uh, suffer little harm in return, and... I'm trying to think what doing a sleeper hold would be. Would that be, <laughs> would that be creating an opportunity driving the back, or would that be doing great harm? I think we can flavor it either way. Um, yeah, creating an opportunity. I, I like creating an opportunity, the opportunity being choking this man out. Mm-hmm. It's going to take one harm from wrestling. So yeah, you begin to, uh, you begin to get your arms around his legs. There is a clatter from the other room as the hollows look on. He manages to gasp out a quick, oh, help, help, and the hollows begin to approach you. Oh, bugger. Open as they are to suggestion, and specifically from people that are dressed like him. Well, Jiminy's giving out like a little yorp, 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 as they're sort of ignoring Jiminy. Do I have time to punch him again before the hollows get here? If you want to do that, uh, instead of doing something when the hollows get here, uh, it, would, it would happen simultaneously, essentially. Okay. Mm. I'm okay with that, I think. Okay. Come on. Yeah, get a plus one. I this is being sleeper holded. Oh, nice. I assume lightning oil just doesn't apply here, right? I mean, unless you want to electrocute him. But that's murder, maybe. <sighs> that is murder, yeah. I don't think we're going that hard today. That's like murder, definitely. <laughs> Not maybe. Nine. Okay. Ooh. I'll, I'll inflict great harm. Okay, you uh, take him out. Bam, unconscious. I'm doing two harm. As you do that, uh... <laughs> I'm good, I assume take another trauma for viciously beating another person. <laughs> Go ahead and take another trauma. <laughs> and in fact, take... Uh... <laughs> Andrew's, Andrew's not doing awesome. Andrew's not doing awesome. <laughs> How much trauma does Pip get for choking another, choking the life out of another man? With you, we're a little less, and you didn't actually, you didn't actually end it. <laughs> That's the thing. So I'm giving this to Andrel. All right. But you, yeah, Andrel, go ahead. Already reduced it. Take one harm as the hollows are clawing and fighting and doing everything in their power to get you away from him. God damn it. All um, this time I wanted to do the biting and they're fighting me. <laughs> and uh, Jiminy, Jiminy is giving all like, fighting at some of these, some of their ankles. Um, but there's like seven of them and one of him. Pip, the hollows are on you. Reverend Declan is unconscious. Oh god, I have to do this now. I I gotta do it. Can I? I'm gonna weekend at Bernie's, Reverend Declan. You have, you have magical people influencing powers, though. <laughs> That's true, actually. But he also has weekend Bernie's abilities. <laughs> like you, you know, I you. If you want, I can't stop you. I'm being the punched. thing is. But like, the thing is, Greg has been very explicit of, like, my will does not actually affect NPCs. And it honestly uh, feels like kind of a waste for no, taking. No, but. no, no, That it was something that could not be ignored. I just said that we don't roll and pose will when dealing with NPCs. But right. there uh, you do have an effect on hollows. That's true. I don't know if you remember from the layover. Yeah, let's just, uh, in the, uh... Pip digs deep into the voice TM. <laughs> so and Will is steel. Sure, roll roll steel for me. What 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 don't you want to do? Do I get a bonus from being noble of Akaros? Um. So so we're not going to do an imposed Will because again we we don't want we don't do that on NPCs. That's specifically. Do I get a bonus though? <laughs> so it says plus one Will. I want to know no, what I'm rolling. Uh, this with. works is the bonus. <laughs> uh, 
You just roll cool. steel. What's one you don't want to do? I think rage, lose control, or do unintended harm. Because Andrew is right there. Oh. And that is a seven. So I do one that I didn't pick. Okay. okay. What do you say? And then I'll tell you what happens. I think it's just like a, a single word. And it's just like, stop. And that kind of rings out through the echoing yeah, through the church. It rings out through all the hollows, filling these empty husks with your command of stop. 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 Your, your words physically reverberate in the church, which is built for such a thing, but they also spiritually reverberate. Uh-oh. And you get an echo back from the deep inside of these hollows. You, you hear them in response to your stop. So joyous, it's almost sad. Stop, stop, stop we can stop, stop, we can stop, 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 stop. Take two trauma from mild supernatural weirdness. Aurora's eyes just bugged out of their head. <laughs> Which is fair. Hello? <laughs> Hello? So yeah, Pip, after that, though, the hollows have stopped. <laughs> oh, Alright. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> Hi, Jiminy. You did great. Alright, I guess we take them down to the train? Where are the others? Meanwhile. Meanwhile. <laughs> First while. Meanwhile Drix. in the fog of lost souls. <laughs> Drix, uh, so yeah, there's, there's Brother Gerd with his rod, there's the woman with her rings, and the, the seven foot tall Corvid man, uh, who doesn't look like, doesn't look like he's gonna be, like, fighting, but he is... <laughs> He's declaring how wretched you are. <laughs> of course, of course. Your move, theoretically. Let's see. I think Drix's move is going to be to protect Hecla and, like, lasso Gurg and throw him sure. into... Let's go with Corvid. <laughs> I, I gotta ask, how, how's, how's self-flagellating man doing? Oh, self-flagellating... Oh, we forgot about him! <laughs> My favorite. Self-flagellating man... I just want to make sure everyone's accounted for. You know, I must not have written him down. So what I think would be really funny, self-flagellating. No, that was really childish what I had in my idea. Is it something about farting? Because that's what I keep thinking when you say flagellating. Oh, ha ha ha. No, um, I <laughs> think different. I think out of one booth in the actual church, self-flagellating man like steps out. Like red and raw all over his like back and his chest and stuff. Sees what the fuck is going on, and he just sort of um <laughs> closes the door again. Yeah, he uh, he closes the door again. <laughs> Amazing. But well, anyways, convenient. Drix, you're gonna try to yeah I'm... wrap up, brother Gerg, slam him into Corvid, roll yep, finesse. Yep. Let's do it. That would be an eight. Sure. How do you want to do this? I want to... Possessed by Matthew Mercer there. We're gonna go with, uh... Avoid trouble, compromise, or cost, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you, uh, tie up Brother Gerg as he's swinging out that rod. Just like, what? Hey, what? And you will slam him into a Corvid in a moment. Uh, but for right now, you're sort of struggling with him. Hecla, uh, what are you doing? Uh, this woman, uh, you did just punch her back, like her nose is bleeding and stuff, but she does look like she's still ready to fight you. Uh, I would like, well, I mean, I guess I don't need to get out my knives. Uh, 
But they are fine. Yeah, this, I don't need to eat out my knives, but I, I do want to eat out my knives, so I'm gonna stab this one. <laughs> yeah! You could you could do something not unlike uh, what Trix was doing. You can I think I think in a single attack you could probably throw multiple knives. Because there's Corbin Man too. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll knife as many people as, as the dice will allow me. Uh, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this was what I'm doing. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm escalating the situation. Mm-hmm. Two birds from one skull. And that is, is that force? That was a stretch. Force. Force, okay. Um, then that is an eight. Okay, what's the one you'd like to do? I think if you do inflict great harm, you can uh, hit multiple people. Yeah, I'm gonna inflict great harm. Hell yeah. Oh, y'all are so cool. So, <laughs> describe to me how you first full-on murder <laughs> the woman with the ring and to leave Corbin man bleeding out on the ground because again deadly weapons three harm that's enough to take a normal person down yeah yeah uh, well I reach and I do like I do some like cross hip action where like she goes to one side and gets her like up through like underneath the chin and then tosses out because you've got the whole like wire thing going yeah, on yeah yeah as sister Hecla tosses out uh, a knife tricks takes you a little bit to notice it at first, but there's a, a wire that sort of stretches taut after it stabs into this woman. What the... And the next knife, how do you wound Corbin Man? Because um, she just, like, she just falls over, like, uh, dead. I, yeah, I, I, just, I just toss, I just throw it, and it's just like a one quick, nothing, like, fancy, just a real toss it out and get him wherever... <laughs> no! He's <laughs> like coughing up blood. In the Dagger Isles! What a positively wretched place to die! Damn you, Sister Hecla! Found by a dagger in the Dagger Isles! Oh! Hey! hey. <laughs> Appropriate. Hey. Heckles I don't know out. why, but I hate this worse! <laughs> <laughs> He's dying. Um, uh, yeah, Trix, uh, brother, <laughs> got brother Gurg. Yeah, yeah. Well, while Hecla is out there redefining spray and prey, I'm going to... (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm just going to, like, pull him by the rope and uppercut him. Yeah, yeah, roll the plus one because he got him by the rope. Bet. And I don't think he's taking any damage, but if you inflict great harm, he's out. Get his ass. All right, that would be a nine. I'm going to inflict great harm, baby. Woo! Okay. So jealous that Stefan has gotten to live out my dream of murdering Greg. <laughs> wow. You didn't murder Greg, you just knocked him, you just hit the uppercut him. You know what, that would be pretty good too. Brother Gerg can still show up. Murder me, queen. No, stop! <laughs> that's how I live. Listener, that's how, that's how I live. Every single, if Hannah ever tried to murder me, I'd just say that and then she'd stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the first time this has happened! It gets her out of the mood every time. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, I think this is just insurance on Greg's part. I know. <laughs> so, um,. See, so yeah, you, you, bam, uppercut Brother Gurg as you pull him close as he uh, falls over. Uh, I'm trying to think of any satisfying way. You see, it's like with these two, like these outright, like, fucking ups, I can't think of any satisfying way for you to take harm in return. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know if that's a betrayal of the Powered by the Apocalypse or whatever, 
But I'm, I'm kind of putting the fiction first. I, I don't see any way outside of like, oh no, he tosses the rod up in the air and it lands on your head and it's so funny. Um, you know, normally ghosts can take more than this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or like can do mm-hmm. ghosty things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, for all you rules heads that listen to this podcast. Stop. Stop. Stop that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Get off their dick. Just sit back and relax and don't check our fucking facts. We here at Ghosts on a Train would like to take a moment to bring you a message from our friends at Redgate and Wolf. Is this thing on? Can't you see the red light? God, how bad are your eyes? I can see the red light, but no one said to talk. Hi, I am Marie Redgate, and um, this is... Angus McRae. And we uh, fight monsters, because those are real. The boogeyman that you fear, they're real. That thing under your bed is also real. But we're here to fight them. Kick their ass, but, you know, that's close enough. Do you even literally think we should be doing this? I mean, who would believe a couple of uh, monster hunters from a little town called Hendrix, which we're stuck in, thanks to you? Thanks to me? I would have been gone a long time ago if I still had a car. But I guess you shouldn't have drove it off a bridge. We interrupt this bickering to inform you that we are Redgate and Wolf, an actual play Monster of the Week podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Why, Why is it Redgate and Wolf? Should not be Wolf and Redgate? I do all the work, and as she talked about kicking ass, I do that. You wouldn't be able to go anywhere to kick ass if I didn't drive you there. Drive me. You drive me crazy. Find us on your favorite podcast app now. We here at Ghosts on a Train would like to take a moment to discuss Little Business Library. Little Business Library is an online directory of small businesses that allows consumers to shop directly so they never charge a sales fee. And instead of charging percentages to businesses, LBL is just $4 a month. What? Don't take my word for it. From the pride of Duskwall, here's the lion bull, Andrew. Hello, I use Little Business Library to list the website where people can hire me when I leave the train, if I don't die first. That's great. Products and service-related businesses are welcome on LBL. What can people hire you for? I like solving mysteries, so maybe a private investigator. Oh, but the horses were also really cool, so maybe I could just, like, take care of... Oh, Dory? All right, we get it. You heard it here, folks. Use our coupon code LISTEN10 to list your business on Little Business Library. We now return to your regularly scheduled audio programming. Yeah, uh... How do you guys approach with all them hollows, huh? Um... Because you, you would come across this scene yeah. as they've, uh... Probably as tricks as uh, getting that rope off of Brother Gurg. Or I don't know if you're going to leave him tied up, but that's your rope, so. <laughs> that's fine, Severosi craftsmanship. I'll be taking that back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's, Drix is uh, unwrapping some rope from Brother Gurg, and there are, uh, you probably wouldn't leave the knives in there, right? You probably just, like, retract oh, them. Oh, yeah. I get, I get my knives. Yeah. There is uh, like the corpse of the woman with rings, and the, um, the Corbett guy's eyes are fluttering as he's bleeding all over the place. I ignore his suffering. <laughs> This is nothing to me. Legit. Jerks kneels down and tries to close his eyes, but they keep... <laughs> they keep opening and <laughs> horror. <laughs> ah! Ah! No! Just, I think you should wait until he's dead if you want to you close ah! his eyes. You have to wait until he's, like, fully dead. You know? Oh, your fingers smell rich! We really don't have Just time. Just leave him. Okay, yeah, alright. Just hey. don't worry about it. What a horrible final sense! Can you can you close your eyes on your own? I'm I'm really sorry. Oh, oh but if I could, here I go, losing my body. I shall become a sinful spirit. We're gonna have to bust him soon, aren't we? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, well, maybe you certainly. are. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna have to deal with that. Yeah, the hollows are dutifully walking behind Andrew and Pippin. Yeah, I think probably before we left, Andrew was like, I know you guys don't really have a choice about whether to follow us, but we're gonna get you somewhere with food and and where you don't have to work and you know, if if you can want anything at all, then then come if you want. Pip, you are uncomfortably aware of the fact that they can want things. We'll, we'll, we'll get them sorted. But yes, we, we approach. Oh, you guys had things happen, huh? You know, sometimes there's just nothing else to do. I mean, we did jump pretty quick to... But, you know, it's fine. It, Maybe it, you jump pretty quick. I've been traveling with those people for ages. So long. Okay, I can tell there was a lot of tension building up there. Do you want to explain why exactly you were traveling with them so long if you wanted to murder each and every one of them? You know, let's walk, let's talk on the way. Yeah, yeah. no, we yeah, should definitely will leave. I think definitely walk and talk about this, but I also think... The talk about this is not an optional part of the walk and talk about this. I'm not hiding anything. It's just, you know, I, ha- I have my own business and uh, that's really, that's all there is to it. Okay, so we are walking and talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The conversation lasts as long as we want it, really. What, what are you willing to tell us? Because we gotta have something, Miss Wire Knives. Alright, well, why don't you tell me what you think is going on and I will either confirm or deny or offer up more information as I see fit. Well, if you had to ask me, I would assume that you were part of some sort of secret organization that was infiltrating the Church of the Sacred Flesh. Temporarily. Alright. Wow, you really weren't expecting to get like, an actual confirmation, though, were you? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it's sort of, you know, obviously I'm not... I'm not actually from a established branch of, of the of the church, no. Since we're all leveling each other, what do you want? You and Drix have killed people together. I feel like we've bonded. Maybe we can help you with whatever it is you are actually here for. Alright, well, listen. I came to your train because I was led there by this batch, and I... You know, honestly, I still don't know exactly why it, left, it led me to your train, but I do. My, my end goal is uh, I have to get to, uh, what's the name of the place I'm going to? You thought for a moment it might be Mistport, but last episode, you did realize that the pull of your ancestor was to the Pride of Duskwall to the south, rather than northwards to any other city or um, eastwards towards Mistport. It's the train. Well, you know, I guess I don't exactly have an end destination at this point. The situation's a little complicated. You do recall, you do recall, when you took those steps from the crew car towards the office car, you felt closer than you'd ever gotten. One of two things is happening, I I think. Either (laughs) the Immortal Emperor is hiding on your train currently, or I'm looking for you all. And honestly, at this point, I'm sort of leaning towards I'm looking for you all, but it sure would be convenient if he was on your train. If you were looking for us, then wouldn't you still feel the pull, like, right now? I check my badge. You feel pull towards the pride of Duskwall? No, no, I guess it's, uh, I guess it's the train. It does look like I'm being pointed towards your train. You think the immortal emperor is on our train? Well, I'm looking for this art, okay. 
I've already killed a bunch of people in front of you all. I feel like we're on the same page here, more or less. I think we I think we can be honest with each other at least. Yeah, no, can we be can we get <laughs> real cool about a lot of stuff real quick? <laughs> uh, yeah, great. So you're, um You're looking for a... you're looking for a vessel. Well I'm looking for I'm trying to kill the immortal under. I'm not expecting to succeed. <laughs> But it's a bit complicated because the whole, you know, he's hard to find, he's, you know, secretive and whatnot, and, yeah, I mean, you know how he is. So, I have this badge, it's imbued with the spirit of my ancestor, or, the, you know, the ancestor of Scoblin. And it brought me to your train, and now I don't really know what's going on anymore. Yeah, um, thank you, thank you for that great explanation. I just need to, what do you mean a vessel? You're my favorite, you're my favorite fourth line bowl we've ever had. It's so good! You're the coolest fourth line bowl we've ever had. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I, I talked about this before the, the line started. I mentioned it pretty explicitly. That it's a little bit more than meets the eye with Mr. Walker. You just said there was a little bit more than meets the eye with Mr. Walker. You You think Mr. Walker is the immortal emperor? <gasps> no, no. This is just like the series of clones thing. This is exactly like the series of clones thing. Oh my god, I can't believe we were right. <laughs> I, I think that the emperor might be using the body of Mr. Walker. To walk? Yeah. It's, well, when you see it like that, it's a little on the nose, eh? Andrew, Andrew breaks down into hysterics. That is a little on the nose, but honestly, you know, sometimes sometimes it is just on the nose. And uh, you, you know, sometimes you don't think it'd be like that, but it do. <laughs> sometimes it, it absolutely do. Uh, so what's happening now is uh, you need to watch. Uh, you need to watch him. And uh, also, I think that if he is on the train when we get back, uh, we should really just go for it. Oh because the worst case scenario <laughs> is you kill, uh, you kill your boss, and you can put that on me. Uh, see, hold no, on. We we kill. I I just I, I I need to ask you, what happens if you kill a vessel? You know, uh, well, I think mostly. I mean, I think it makes them feel unsafe is really, you know, the end game here for me. Yeah, see, here's the thing. If he feels unsafe about us, isn't he going to murder all of us very quickly, with no recompense? Here's the thing, and I, I think this is kind of the, the part where we might be getting a little bit too, uh, too gung-ho about the murder thing. If we can go back, and you can confirm that this is, this is your man, Kind of just murdering him off the the bat kind of gives the game away, don't it? Well, yeah. If if you know that this is your guy and what he, what he's all about, then like you can kind of get a little bit more, a little bit more information out of him. Like, it, it doesn't have to be like right away. That's the guy, and then you you go for it because like it, this you, you just learned it just just now. I only got the kind of. The implications of it, also, just now. So, w wouldn't it be a bit more like prudent to maybe uh, just keep a close, close eye, 
see how things shake out and then when the the moment comes, that's when you when you strike. Or are you really impatient, really in on the murder thing? Well what's what's your time frame here? Are we talking about like a couple of minutes in which we see what we can get out of him if anything and possibly contend with whatever whatever the heck he's got up his sleeve? Or are we talking about a, a you know, like a weeks long process where you play it cool because uh I'm not here for a week's long process where we, or you try to play it cool. I want him dead. I want the vessel dead. I'm here to make a point. I'm not here to survive. Andrew is still just laughing. It's got me real concerned because, like, listen, I, I know we just did with, like, some zealotry a minute ago. So it's like, Piff kind of just, like, looks back at the hollows, I guess. They're walking. Uh, I'm not sure it's in your best interest to, like, Strike now? No, I'm pretty sure that's in my best interest to strike now. Look, I... How about this? You can do whatever you want. And I will. <laughs> we just... Yeah. <laughs> I just will... Like, I, I'm probably not gonna help. You don't, I suggest you do not get involved. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. I'm gonna deal with these hollow. And when the time comes... More and or or whatever the appropriate reaction. I don't know what your relationship is to Mr. Walker. Probably we'd be like, oh no, someone killed our boss. I don't know. I'm so. This has been such a weird day. <laughs> well, every, all right, everybody, show me your show me your surprise faces. <laughs> Pip, Pip keeps his, Pip keeps the mask on. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we do, we do all have masks on right now. Aurora's doing, doing some very good surprises. This is very good surprises. Heckle, you've been saying it, and everybody else probably. Well, everyone probably, not everybody else probably wouldn't think about this. But maybe killing a vessel wouldn't kill him. Maybe. Unless it's in the vessel. It's sure gonna piss him off, though. That's right. But not only that, when is any facet of the Immortal Emperor going to be basically unguarded in the middle of nowhere. Right. He's, he's in the Imperial City, normally. Is the Emperor a physical body? You've got proof of what the Emperor is, and it's pulling that badge. That's right. I have to strike when I can. It's not about anything but that. I was sent here to do one thing, and that's it. It's the last thing I'm going to do with my entire life. I want the bastard dead. Or at least the vessel. I'm trying to send a point... And that's what I'm here to do. See the train. It's in view now. My concern is that since you will be causing mischief on the train, we will be uh, forced to step in and... But listen, I, I really appreciate what you've done for us so far. You've been a, a great help and a, a stalwart ally. And I really would prefer not to have to openly kill someone or send them off to have much worse happen to them. Is killing people cause trouble on your train a normal part of your duties, or...? Arguably... not exactly. You were saying before that you don't like to do anything that isn't your job. Our job is to protect the train, and being hollow can be a punishment for dealing with a noble. I am reasonably concerned for what will happen to you afterwards, if you go through with this. Listen, they're not gonna hollow me. If nobody gets me first, I'm gonna get myself. That's not happening, trust me. 
Well, this my conscience uh, allayed. What do you guys do when you get to the train? Um, the train was in view as you were having your conversation. But you're basically there. If you guys want to tell Candace that we're here, I can try and use my finesse to sneak the hollows into the back. If that works for me. Okay. I trust Drix's finesse more than I do Pip in helping with that. So I think Pip is just going to grab oh, a yeah, drink. If, if anyone wants to come assist, that's also fine. I think Pip's actually going to go to the the engine. Go talk with Trevor. Oh, someone's going to have to explain why we didn't bring people back. <laughs> I trust Pip to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So we're good? Everybody's got their plan? Yep. Yep. Sounds like Every, Just don't don't get involved. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it from here. You know, it's been a it's been a real pleasure working with y'all. Someday you might have to get over the whole not killing people so much thing. You, she was an Andrew. You've definitely got some potential. I like your age. Use that. Hold on to that. And she uh can, can I can I bestow can I bestow um, a knife upon upon the group or Andrew at least? The second knife Andrew has. This would be my second Two knife! <laughs> Two knife. Two and this one knives. retracts. Um, and it's like a lightning hook, but uh, just a knife. Um, that is super badass. Oh, you're giving her the whole little, little hell, wire Yeah, hell yeah. I'm about to die. Like, whatever. That's fucking awesome. You are the coolest fourth line bull we've ever had. I'll, I'll appreciate the, the openness, the honesty. It's a, it's a nice change. Yeah, usually someone tries to get one over on us in one way or another. I hope you get what you want. Thank you. And she g- gives her shoulder a pat and goes off to find Mr. Walker. Yup, yup. Oh, oh, wait, no, oh, no, boy. she doesn't. She, she actually gives uh, the door a scritch first. One last, one last pat. Yay! Yay. The road. One last scritch. One last scritch. <laughs> Kicks his back leg. Alright, so I think it's Hecla doing a murder. Drix and me sneaking the hollows into the back, and Pip going to the engine. Yeah, Pip, Pip is gonna basically uh, explain why the people didn't come back to Trevor. Trevor's gonna be the bearer of bad news. Because I feel like Trevor is easier to convince. It's cool. We'll do all those discussions next time. Okay. Yeah. It's very late. Mm-hmm. Guys like to talk. <laughs> Weird, right? It's true. Well, somebody gave us a very complicated situation. Yeah, we had to. We had we had actual interpersonal crew drama. We had to hash it out. Yeah, I. How do you do this, Hecla? You can answer from the side of the freight box yeah, where, car. Yeah, where 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 do I find? I guess I'm just looking for Mr. Walker. He's in the office car. I I knock and I, I can I pull the door open and poke my head in. Yeah. You can open the door. Hi, I'm so sorry. I just, you know, I just, there's, but there's been a little bit. Of, I just wanted to talk to you real quick, if I could, and I close the door behind me <laughs> and lock it subtly. Mr. Walker's sitting behind the desk, surrounded by cabinets and puzzle locks and things, with his bald head and Salvador Dali mustache. <laughs> oh, he's so murderable. Booker's badge. Yeah, you feel the tug more as it's wrapped around your your primary knife. You remember. That once once this knife strikes the emperor, Booker will know and pull the rest of himself, and you you may fight alongside the ancestor of Scotland. Great, I'm just gonna whip that knife right into his chest. Dope. You whip the knife, and it makes a heavy impact 
on the air about a foot away from him. Mr. Walker looks down at it, looks up at you, looks a little disappointed, a little sad, and he says in a voice that is not quite his own, in the same way that Pip sometimes speaks in a, in a different voice. It's still his vocal cords making it, the restrictions of his body. Sister Hecla, naive assassin, you know, stepping in here, that you have failed in your task in undertaking it. I shall not gloat at any sort of misdirection, but even if this were my real body, if I mortal eyes would flee their sockets to avoid gazing upon my magnificent visage, your malingering ears would shatter upon hearing my splendid voice. What hopes did you have? Just wanted you to know we could find you. Mm, yes, yes. He uh, strokes his Salvador Dali mustache. Some of his sleeve slides down. There is uh, some glowing mark. It might be a tattoo, you think. And it's with three digits, 999. <laughs> and he says, I have kept my awareness close to this walker, specifically because of this. And he points to the badge. I sense the proximity to my own ancient companion, although I sense now that it is but a large chunk of his essence. Collected in that ancient trinket, I thought lost. Enough to know him by, and yet mere directionless electroplasm. I cannot see one such as you, defeating even his spirit, nor do I remember him so careless as to leave himself so apart. Must have been given to you. Why? And at this, he does kind of look genuinely sad. Does he truly reveal himself to me after a thousand years, simply to end me? Does it not occur to you how much you, you are hated by anyone paying the slightest bit of attention, including, of course, the ancestor of Scotland? I mean, you know. The ancestor of Scotland. One cannot be popular when they are the final steward of humanity. I suppose... I suppose I thought that he would understand he was there after all. Do you want to talk to him? Instead of just talking at me? Because I'm not leaving this room. In that regard, you are correct. We can speak if you wish, though. In but a moment, you will not be much of a conversationalist. Can I... I would like to just throw the badge at him. And, uh... Should I, should I make an insight roll? I'm going to make an insight roll. Sure. I don't want to uh, overzealously end this uh, wonderful, dramatic encounter. Um, but also, uh, she's not going to be hollowed. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> wow, the dice are really pulling it out at the last minute. We, we started very low. We started very poorly, but we really brought it up with the dice. <laughs> started very poorly. Um, Listen to the cold open. Oh, started wow. Very poorly. Uh, so that is going to be an 11. And I'm not going to hold. Uh, my questions are, um, what should I be on the lookout for? And how could I get them to be vulnerable? Like, how, to... Drop their guard? Yeah, to drop his guard for a second. In, in, any, in any regard, for any... Not necessarily being stabbed. Um, Emotionally, you have probably seen the Emperor uh, in a moment of, of weakness. That's genuine sadness truly didn't think that whatever his relationship is with the ancestor's goblin would turn to this. That's what to look out for. Probably that the train around you has melted away like sands beneath a wave. I 
We'd like to stab this. You grasp at nothing. You see around you yourself. Looks like yourself. All sorts of expressions. All sorts of clothing. The selves spread out endlessly. And as they get further, you notice beards braided in ways that you've never even thought of wearing. Hair longer than you've ever had it. Stranger textures. These are not yourself. That's your father, your mother, your father's fathers, your mother's mothers. You're a Scotlander, and you're meant to meet your ancestors in their great halls, but you realize that what you are seeing right now are their echoes deep, deep in the ghost fields. The ripples of their lives sort of softly meeting you as you hear yourself have sunk all the way to the bottom. Am I dead? I ask the, I ask the ghosts. They nod. Did I get hollowed? They shake their heads. Oh, well that's a relief at least. Your body, your body, that's a strange way to think about it, but this sense of self of yours does feel like you can sink deeper, and yet something is stopping you. There is bedrock here. There is a bottom of something that previously was thought bottomless, and you grasp what it is. It is the Emperor's true shape, and it's indescribable. But you've seen it. I don't. I don't think she has a verbal reaction. It's like just sort of, you know, the like moment of, of a cosmic horror. And meanwhile, in reality, all that can be seen remaining in the office car is just a, a pile of dust and that single dagger with the badge, an unadorned. Triangular-like line bull badges, but lacking in the accoutrement of rank, nothing about fealty to an immortal emperor, simply a name Booker. And Mr. Walker picks it up and once again gets a little bit sad as the number on his arm shifts digits from 999 to 328. Yeah. There's a lot to pick up, and I'm definitely going to split this episode into two episodes. But yeah, we'll um, answer some lingering things next time on Ghosts Woo! on the Train on what'll be kind of technically a layover, but also kind of just the, the, the denouement <laughs> of this line. We yeah. have a lot of sitting around staring into space and yeah. presuming. Wow. Yeah. Hey. God. Yeah, yeah. Aurora does make a <laughs> habit of guessing in games to die. Yeah, Aurora, this is not the first time Aurora's guessing in a game that I've played in. No, I wasn't running it, I was playing it just <laughs> yes. to die pretty immediately. Aurora was Aurora was so down to die. Aurora was down to die off screen. Yeah, I figured I would be like, you know, you'd, you'd get like a news clip. I've, when I pitched this character, I was like, all right, I want to play an assassin disguised as a nun trying to kill the immortal emperor who's going and knowingly going to fail. <laughs> we should save some of this for the Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. But I, I was down to atomize I love you. that. I love that. <laughs> uh, on, on air. Aurora, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aurora Barksdale. You can also find me at uh, auroraborksdale.com. Uh, I'm a filmmaker and a game designer. And uh, that's it. That's only the places you can, Or you can find me at my house. Uh, you know where I live. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't,
<laughs> and we've all seen how good they are at fighting. <laughs> all of the, for every knife that Sister Hecla actually had, that is one knife that Aurora actually has in real life. I will say I have, so there's no spot for an inventory, but I yes. have scrawled in both Fishbone's knife and Hecla's knives on my character sheet on the side. Excellent, excellent. Oh, that's so, I'm so glad you're becoming a little knife collecting girl. You need a third knife. That's the coolest kind of, uh, like, you know, buddy teenager you can, you can be, I think, is a very cool one who collects knives. That is the coolest but like, kind. St- like, not oh, just, yeah. like, collecting knives. You didn't buy them at the mall. You got them from, like, strangers uh, in meaningful mm. situations. Gonna keep getting knives. Gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks again Thank so you. much, Aurora. Thank you so much for uh, having me. Aurora. Yeah, this is a blast. <laughs> this is crazy fun. Yeah, and thank you, listener, for, uh, yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> double-stuffed line did a lot. Did a lot of stuff. I sensed Guy picking up on some things. Hannah was giving me yeah, looks. Yeah. Are we doing a plot? Maybe. We'll see how long we'll hold on to this oh, thread. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. This this never comes up again. This never comes up again. <laughs> next time on <laughs> Next time on Ghosts on a Train. Bye. 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 <laughs> is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, a podcast with the Faustian Nonsense Network, where we've played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. All of our music by Sebastian Black. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line bowls for this trip were... Hecla, badge name Booker, played by me, Aurora Barksdale. Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville, played by me, Hannah Levin. Adric, a.k.a. Drinks. Badge name, Colburn. Played by me, Stefan Lewis. Pippin, Pip, McKeel. Badge name, McKeel. Played by me, Guys Webel. And I have been your conductor, Greg Karobus. For bonus content, as well as behind the scenes, become a patron of the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. Your support will help our podcast, as well as the others on the network. And in lieu of monetary support, a review on your favorite podcatcher will help Ghosts on a Train maintain visibility. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train and I'll have Candace bring them to the line bowls. Thank you for riding with us and please consider traveling with us again next time. Brother Gerg pulls out a rod and strikes you across the Damn it. Damn it. You just got hit by struck by a a rod. rod. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be great for Gerg to find later. uh, The last thing we heard was uh, Brother Gerg whips out his rod. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. 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 We're about to take a very different turn in this game. Oh, no. This church is too realistic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey I, was, I was about to say uh, sexy music starts to play, but I guess, <laughs> I guess we can take it to a uh, realistic Look, it, dark it, place. It can, it, can be a, it can be a sexy hymn. It's a, it's a, it's a very transgressive uh, fantasy. The abuse of power to... Uh... In the church is terrible, and none of us here on Ghost on a Train approve or appreciate it. That's right. Despite us making light, which will probably get cut out because um, 
There's oh, one hundred percent. This this is don't do not put this in the episode, Greg. Please don't. <laughs> We're all gonna get canceled. <laughs> We're this gonna is gonna get oh, canceled. God. I'm gonna get canceled on Twitter, and I don't even have a Twitter <laughs> You're gonna be anymore. Number two trending worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> you you specifically. I don't want to be. The, I don't want to be the main character of Twitter. That's the worst Correct. thing you can be. And, but hey, the good news is you wouldn't even be on Twitter. So. That- Hey, That's that is the true. best way to be the main character of Twitter. Alright. Uh, <laughs> Greg, yeah, Greg is on restarting some gesture. Don't worry. Uh, I'm just reassuring him. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, assuming he, I'm assuming you're telling him we have some truly heinous audio that needs to be stopped. Yep. <laughs> this program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours. 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 Faustian Nonsense thanks you for your patronage. Just like yours.